Welcome back, everybody. Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast, officially powered by Rackaholic Outdoors, the true whitetail scents and cover scents made from an Indiana deer farm, from the deer to the bottle. Tonight, we have a special guest back, the man himself, Kyle Miller, Rackaholic Outdoors. Go ahead and say hi. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, so, oh. <laughs> Nobody answered. Nobody answered. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so we thought it'd be a good time of year to kind of get together and talk about some whitetail things and obviously cover scents here uh, later on in the episode as it is that time that we are back out in the tree. Definitely, definitely. It's so good. And uh, a big, big mark on the calendar this coming weekend is Indiana's youth deer hunt. Uh, Obviously, you have a kid of yourself. Why don't you go ahead and uh, dive into that on, like, how many years you guys have been going out and uh, what you guys are going to try to set up on this coming weekend. Definitely. We, um, we've we been youth hunting, and this is, like, my favorite time of year. I don't care what it is because, um, one, it's, it's all about the kids, you know, and um, what I've been taking my daughters since, I mean, they're – they're 19 and 20 now and um i've taken some stepkids as well as well and they're well they're still my daughters but um i've taken them on their first hunts and and things like that and watched them harvest their first deer and it i mean it's such a good time because it's all about them it's their their time to hunt and it's you know they get to pick out what they want. I, I give them the opportunity. Okay, let's make fun for the kids. It's, right. Um, it's all about them this weekend. I and I know, you know, DNR um, prices and things like that are, are part of the issue of everybody wanting to go deer hunting and stuff now. But you know what? Honestly, let's just put that aside and say this is going to be the best. Whatever youth license is nine ten bucks now. The best nine ten bucks you're ever going to spend is to go get your kid a youth license and get them outside. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely jacked, and I mean, I think it was actually like seven dollars or something. It's, it's still seven dollars. Yeah, and and, and you know what's cool about that is like, uh, you know, not only covers small game, but wraps them up in deer and turkey and yep. the whole nine yards. And I mean, you can't really put a price comparable on seven dollars for them to one just be out there in the woods with you you know yeah for seven dollars they get to hunt whatever they want in the state of indiana which i think is awesome um so kudos to whoever came up with the the youth license uh on that stuff and and kept it at a low price um and same thing you know uh so like i said we've been doing this for i don't know how many years say 15 years now doing <laughs> season veteran um, so i i've seen a lot of things and, and then we've also went and not seen a lot of things um but it was awesome to be in the tree stand and to to get your kid up in the morning you know they're like oh, i don't want to get up it's early and it's like come on you're gonna love it i swear to god you will <laughs> and you get out there and they're sitting there in the tree stand and you can almost kind of feel them shaking because they're like oh it's dark it's dark what are we doing what are we doing and what's that noise and what's this noise and it's like just just sit down and and relax and you know and then it starts getting daylight and they start hearing 
hearing sounds that they uh, that or they can familiarize what those sounds were. You know, oh, that was just a squirrel. That was I was freaking out over nothing. That squirrel was just running through the. <laughs> through the leaves or something and oh my gosh it looks so beautiful the sun coming up over here on the east side and um just watching everything wake up i mean that you know as a hunter you can't put words to it you actually actually have to go see it right um so on a scale of one to ten real quick how excited is milo he's got to be pretty jacked i would think um he is i know football's a big thing with him right now so Mm -hmm. uh I think once we got we had a game last night, um, and then he had practice tonight. He's got practice tomorrow, and then um, Friday is our homecoming. So he's all looking forward to doing a lot of that stuff with his friends. But I know come Friday evening after the football game, he's going to be like, "I need to get my camo out. I need to get this. <laughs> and what gun am I going to take?" And uh, so, um, but I've. Uh, he doesn't know but i've already got everything set out and ready to go oh hell yeah dude i'm just as excited about it um whether it's deer hunting turkey hunting um for the kids for the youth those few couple days that they get honestly i think it's too short i would like to see it almost like a week oh yeah but um it's it's so much fun and for those who haven't gone um you're missing out you're just missing out yeah it sounds like a good time and it's Always a good time. And, and they, I know you're looking forward to it because it's your first time. Yeah. So I, yeah. I I took him out for turkey season, obviously, and I was like, please, Lord, just let him hear a gobble. You know, I just if we don't kill one, like, I'd love for him to hear it. And sure enough, we had one on the roost, and he was losing his mind, just, like, shaking like a lee. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, hopefully he comes over here. And, he yeah, he ate it up. And he's been talking about this hunt this weekend for, God, I don't know how long. He's got a stuffed deer uh that he can like move around everywhere and i was like all right where are you gonna where are you gonna shoot him and he points right there you know right on the heart or right on the crease and uh i turn him i'm like all right well what if he's like this and you know what if he's like so we've been working on that here pretty hard these past couple weeks just uh you know i'm like where are you gonna put that cross you know because that's their scope obviously and uh yeah he's all jacked up we're gonna go out there saturday morning uh we're actually going to pile in uh not only just Bo but Waylon and my wife we're going to sit in the tower blind uh so there's plenty of room for us in there i got two office chairs uh got a, a bog death grip for them um got the ipads for Waylon and um just to kind of keep him busy and yep. uh yeah we're we're pretty jacked up about the whole thing so that's good. That's good. What's he using? Uh, he's what gonna he's gonna be using my three hundred blackout. Um, yeah. Just you know, that's probably the lightest recoil gun I have, and then you know, sla- right. slapping it in that tripod I have. Uh, there, I mean, I would there. It should not be that harsh at all. So no, no, you're gonna be fine. Especially those bog pods. Um, man, those are those are some of the greatest inventions ever. I think for and especially for getting the youth out there as well. Because I mean, you can take. Uh, how old is your son? He is five, actually. Yeah, so. and you can get him involved at a lot earlier age. Um, to where man, it used to be the twelve gauge. And like, <laughs> here you go, kid. Hang on. A broken shoulder, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only theirs, yours, and you're trying to hold the thing up, and it, it was all. Uh, 
if they're all deathly afraid to pull the trigger and now they've made guns with such light recoil and they've got these bog pods that man it's just like shooting a bb gun anymore so yeah like uh, well for me to shoot it i mean it's almost like shooting a 223 or something you know it's like not much not much there i honestly think that uh 410 he was using for turkey was actually more aggressive um, i'm sure yeah i'm sure which obviously, you know, in an AR platform, you have that huge buffer spring, you know, so that's right. going to help a lot. But yeah, yeah, and that bog death grip, I mean, I solely bought that for the purpose of him hunting. And, yeah. you know, he could, in that blind, I mean, he could just stand if he wanted and like lean into the gun. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to sit down. Uh, right. That blind's so tall, I can actually stand. It's like seven foot height on the inside. Jeez. Oh, oh dude, it's, <laughs> yeah, we went up in like there. The- the buck palace in there don't you oh dude yeah it's got a padded floor we went up in there uh sunday colton and i or saturday sorry and uh, i was like i want to check this out you know and so we go inside there and he killed two hornets and he removed two mice nests already which i'm open for suggestions on anybody to get rid of mice out of a a tower blind and i'm thinking a rubber snake at this point like a fake snake (laughs) maybe it might it might deter him i don't know (laughs) They've got those little packs of like um, decon that they, you know you can just put in the corners or whatever. Oh, like those little pellets or something? Yeah, they'll chew through the pack and then they'll eat the pellets and yeah. Well, you ain't gotta, I got too much. But. I got plenty of those. Let me tell you. Yeah, just take a couple with you and throw them in the corners. Good idea, Kyle. I didn't even think about that. What am yeah, I doing? That worked pretty good. Um, you know, and just honestly leave them there. And you can leave them there throughout the year until you decide to tear it down. And uh, since we're still on the youth topic, uh, what would be your tips for taking a youth hunter out during deer season? Um, yeah, go ahead and get into that. For, what have you succeeded yeah, and failed with? <laughs> But we've had a lot of fails, and I don't want to say fails, but we've had a lot of um, going and not seeing deer. Okay. And so, my, you know, my daughters would get frustrated, like, you know, because it's early season. Right. And there's so much green and foliage, and if you're hunting woods, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be so hard to see deer right now because, you know, you've only got that 20, 30-yard shot. Right. Uh and then they've got to be within that clearing for you to make that shot. And who knows, you know, how far away they are behind that line and you're just not seeing them. Right. Um, so I think the biggest thing from me is one, keeping your kids interested and making it, making it fun. Um, because once they get bored and they lose the interest, then you might, you might as well just consider the hunt over because <laughs> they're, they're just like, I could care less. Right. You know, we're not seeing anything. This is boring. And, um, uh, and, uh, so I've, you know, I think the iPads, um, are a good thing. Just make sure you keep your sound down. <laughs> oh, we got it. We got them headsets. So there got you them, go. Got them headsets. They should be all right. Um, <laughs> But also, uh, you know, pick out some, some, you know, make some fun little games or something. You know, how many animals can we pick out from the alphabet? Oh, there you uh, go. You know, you got, you know, say you saw a mouse, that's an M. Say you saw a squirrel, that's an S. You know, little things like that that um, trying to keep them involved so that they're looking around. You know, a couple more sets of eyes looking around um, is, is 
worth so much more because you know as hunters you've only got two uh, two sets of eyes when you're sitting there in a tree stand looking right. around eyes and you're like oh my gosh i feel like i'm missing something you know mm-hmm. but uh you get a couple extra sets of eyes and it keeps them looking around um that's another thing um some snacks guaranteed they're gonna get hungry oh yeah you know, uh, snacks and maybe a drink, you know, stop by the gas station. A lot of times, honestly, um, I know they do it a lot around here where I'm at, at gas stations when it's like opening day of um, gun season. Like you go in, if you're wearing your hunter orange, they'll give you a free coffee or a free hot Damn. chocolate. It must be nice. <laughs> but um, um, I know one of the gas stations around here, they also do it on like youth weekend too, because, you know, some of their kids go hunting. So they also do it then. Um, but, uh, yeah, get it, you know, take along, you know, some snacks. Um, and you know, honestly it's their weekend, let them pick out what they want to do or, um, things like that. So right. keeping them and keeping them involved and keeping them interested, I think are the two biggest things. And three, I would say, definitely make sure that they know what weapon they're using and how they handle it. And um, because you don't want them freaking out, definitely like, oh, my gosh, I you know. What do I do? What do I do do with this? And I can't see through the scope or I can't (laughs) can't line it up. I'm going to pull the trigger. But oops, the safety's on, you know, just little things like that so that they know the routine. They know how the the weapon's going to react. Um. And they're they're not, I won't say afraid, they're not scared, they're not hesitant. So but um yeah, I'd say those are my my biggest three tips. Got that, got that. Uh so yeah, you said obviously sitting in the woods kinda makes it difficult this time of year. Um obviously it being in September, you know, everything's four times as thick as it's gonna be all year long. Oh man. Uh, um that's kind of another reason why we put the tower blind where we did it's kind of in a pocket of just like tall grass um it's right in the middle of it and uh my uncle actually hunts a stand and he went out there i think it was opening morning of reduction and he saw a six point and an eight point walk right underneath them on that northwest wind and i'm i think i don't know if it's friday we're supposed to have northwest winds but every time i've been going out uh, in reduction, I've been getting swallowed up in bucks. So <laughs> there was a there was a really really nice one uh, Sunday morning, and I just had this feeling deep down. I'm like, what? Bo's gonna crush it. I feel like he's just, you know what I mean. And I don't care. I'm I I was like, dude, if it's got, I don't care if it's got spots at this point. As long as he can put something down, I mean, that'd be like the icing on the cake, you know? Yeah, I I agree. Um, we got. We got pretty lucky on uh, one of my daughter's uh, first times out during youth hunt. Um, we went and we were going to go in the morning. Didn't go because I don't, I don't even remember why. Um, I don't I don't <laughs> ever remember that part. But no, the afternoon it was like I don't know eighty eighty five or something like that. It was hot. Ooh. And I'm like, well, I mean, we can go and we can give it a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep a positive attitude, but in real life, I'm like, this ain't gonna be good. No. And so we we decide we're gonna go, and we go to one of our stands, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let you pick the stand. Um, and we're on the edge of a field onto a bean field, 
And I'm like, I'll let you pick where we're going. Um, we've got a stand here. We've got another stand down the way. You know, and she's like, ah, this one's fine. And it's a, a two-man. So we climb up in the two-man, and we're sitting there. And, uh, you know, sweating, just pouring off of us. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> we had just came out with Rackaholic at that time. And we only had the acorn scent at that time. Oh, yeah. And so. Pancakes. I was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like maple syrup in a bottle. Uh, uh, we're sitting there, and I'm, I'm like trying to hose us. Down. I won't say hose us down, but I'm spraying it like seems like every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And the acorns are just raining everywhere around us. And I'm like, well, you know, this might be good. This might not be good. Either way, we got acorns on the ground deer love acorns hopefully we're in the chips sitting there and we hear some 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 noise behind us and here comes like a family of coons and they just start like scurrying up a tree and Allie looks at me and she goes that's weird don't you usually see raccoons at night and not during 85 degree temperatures at five hmm. o'clock in the afternoon and i'm like yeah, yeah I, I don't know that's crazy <laughs> and they scurry up the tree and I'm, we're kind of, we're paying attention to the coons and watching them climb as high as they go. And I was like, Holy cow. I didn't, guess I re- didn't realize that they went that high. And I heard some more commotion behind me and I'm like, it must be more coons coming. And I turned around and look and all I see underneath the pawpaw leaves is like four feet. I couldn't see body, but I could see feet. And oh. I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. And so um, I told Allie, I'm like, hey, get your gun ready because there's a couple deer right behind us. And sure enough, you know, they start, you know, you can hear them back there just crunching on the acorns. They're probably 10 feet behind us. And I was like, holy cow. This uh-huh. is so I'm, and she's calling cool collective and I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> and I make sure, you know, you make do, do this and do that. She, she's like, I know. I'm like, okay. And the deer walks out at probably like 30 yards. And as soon as it steps out, like I can see the feet moving, I can see the feet moving, I can see the feet moving. And then this steps out and it's one of them that I had on trail cam and it was on our do not shoot list. (laughs) And I was like, you know, honestly, my kids here, first time she's really ever seen a deer in real life from the stand. I'm telling her to pull trigger. Oh yeah. So she like 30 yards with a 44 mag and like perfectly hard shots this thing smokes it. Damn. <laughs> like it runs like 40 yards and falls down. That is awesome. And then there was another deer right behind it, which at the time I didn't realize it, but I got, and I was running trail cameras at the time. Um, and it ran right past one of our trail cam. It was the one that I was after that year. So I'm glad she shot that one instead of the other one. <laughs> right. But, um, cause I might've had to kick her out the stand for that. Oh one. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, and to be able to be there and witness your, your kid's reaction. And actually my reaction was probably maybe a little bit more hype than what hers was. <laughs> uh, it's like i was just so excited you know i got to witness her first deer and she was jacked and man we sat there and hugged and it seemed like freaking forever and you know fist bumped and high-fiving and um the, once again you as a hunter 
you can't explain it until you get that feeling. Right. So uh, it was it was such a good time. And then the very next year, very first time we went out, she shoots a doe, and I'm like, okay, whoa, you gotta go. You gotta go start finding your own woods. <laughs> You're gonna sit by yourself now. <laughs> she, she was two for two. She goes out twice and shoots two deer, and I'm like, oh man, this is great. That's so, epic. She's she's a good luck charm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I guess anytime I need somebody to go to the woods, I pick her and we go. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I think we had better success if you can find some acorns or an oak tree. Okay. Because they're, they're really pounding on those right now. Oh, dude, they're dropping so hard right now. In my house. leg is raining. Dude, it's, it's nuts. And just a tip: don't set a tree stand in an oak tree. <laughs> you'll have a headache by the time you leave because all the maple <laughs> hitting you in the head. Concussion protocol. You know. so, yeah, so I'm going to take a helmet with you. Uh, but other than that, um, set up on the field edge to where they're coming out. Uh, and honestly, right now, this is like the perfect time because they're getting the first dibs at somebody possibly being in the woods. Right. Um, the, the, the deer don't feel like they're getting hunted yet until, you know, it's a little late <laughs> yeah no joke but um field edge uh maybe over uh like a bean field something like that um that you know that they're hitting um but try and put you know try and put your kids in a spot where they're going to have some success or see some deer don't just you know i don't know for me it's like i want to take them there so that they see the deer like best chance and best chances yeah. is where best you're chance scenario yep Yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that yeah, I I think where we're setting up, I I just <clears throat> I just think it's going to be the plug this weekend. I, I'm I'm praying it's the plug this weekend. Um, it sounds like it, man. Especially with this cold front dropping. Uh, like I said, I'm hunting Thursday night, and I'm I took off work. I'm hunting Friday morning. Uh, I'm, Already I'm, using them rotation days. I I you know what? When I seen that 38 degrees for for friday morning i'm like dude and if i hunt that evening uh well obviously i'm gonna hunt the thursday evening but i but i think what i'm gonna do uh regardless of of the winds obviously i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on the north end of that property just to stay away from the uh tower blind um you know i i love sitting in the pinch tree which is very close to that tower blind but I'm just going to try to leave that area untouched until we go in Saturday. Um, well, are you, um, you have a visual of where that tower blinds at from where you're going to set up Friday morning? Uh, if I sit in the pinch tree, yes. Okay. Um, and the only reason I say that <clears throat> is that might get you a little bit of intel. Intel? Okay. What possibly moving through that area at what particular time? Okay. You know they're kind of on some summer patterns, starting to get into their fall patterns right now. And and that's so. that's kind of why. Uh, well, obviously we're going to set that tower regardless. But when I heard my uncle said that he had two bucks come underneath him, uh, and that stand is maybe a hundred yards from uh, from the tower itself, uh, yep. it, it kind of gave me a boost of confidence. And then. Like I said, the the first night I went out reduction, I had a buck right underneath me, and he walked out to the tower. Um, and then, you know, Sunday morning, I had five bucks downwind of me in the woods on the north end of the property. So, I, I mean, 
Just, you feel like you're in the chips on that. Oh, yeah. I I definitely think it w- I would be well. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna curse myself. But I, I just think we got a really good chance going in. Um, That's good. Go to your high probability stand for the kid. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. that's what we're gonna do. I I keep debating sitting. He's got two big hayfields. Uh, keep debating that. But I've honestly not really had luck, and that's why we kind of sit in that. You know that clear cut where it goes from pines to hardwoods. Um, it's just. Correct. It yep. just seems like you're always in somehow because they feel how they filter through that woods north to south is just you're going to catch them sometime. Right, right. <laughs> That's good. It's a good transition spot. And I'm going to be dumping my complete scrape out there for the first time on well over by the tower. Uh, I already picked out what tree it's going to hit. I should I should have done it the other weekend, but uh, or last weekend, but I just I didn't have the stuff with me. So um, correct. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have us all sprayed down with that bedding scent, and I'm gonna have us put some of that complete scrape out, and you're gonna have them right up there underneath the tower blind, then. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have that thing pointing right at that scrape. It's, <laughs> that's <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but you watch that be. dirt pile right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's kind of uh, you know I keep wrapping scenarios in my head. I'm like, man, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to do like the old. Uh, what do they call that? That Japanese fire drill or Chinese fire drill? If you know, if if they're on yeah, the other end of the blind, <laughs> so I really don't know. I'm, I'm part of me is debating just setting up that tripod in the middle of the blind, but then I don't know. I, I I'm gonna go with my gut and I'm gonna point it kind of towards where they filter through that pinch towards the pinch tree, and you know, hopefully we catch them coming across. Um, the, yeah, sounds like you've already got some an idea of how the deer are moving through there just by a couple sits in your reduction zone, and then intel from your um, your uncle as well. So yeah, I think you guys are gonna you know you know there's deer in the area. It's just a matter of what time they're gonna be deciding to move through there. Yes, correct. I think that uh, <laughs> that's a million dollar question. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, if we could set our alarm clocks by it, we'd be in the tree like five minutes ahead of time every time, right? <laughs> oh yeah, every time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to be more comfortable for everybody. You know, that morning sit with how cool this weekend should be. Um, yep, you guys are going to have lobbed out of heat going up in there, and should be nice and good. Yep, should be, should be. Um, yep. So yeah, we 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 covered the the youth part so far. Is there anything else you want to add to the the youth season? Um, good luck. Good luck to all the kids going out, and um, a big shout out to. Um, parents relatives family friends you know whoever's taking a kid out this weekend um big shout out to all those people because um you never know i feel like hunting in some way is getting to be a you can almost see the dying sport of it all um, yep. because they've got all this technology and all kids want to do all day long just want to sit there on their playstations or their games or get online and blah blah blah, blah. and it's just like you know come on let's go sit in the tree stand for a couple hours yep. and let's get out there and do it and they're like man you mean i gotta go sit outside and get bugs and stuff on me and it's like man you don't knock it until you try it so um Keep it fun. Keep it definitely. Keep it safe. Um, hunter orange. Make sure you got your hunter orange on this weekend. Yep, yep. Safety uh, always a big thing. But um, most of all, have a good time. 
and good luck to all the kids, man. I can't wait to see all the pictures coming in on Bucks of Indiana. That is going to, that's like my most favorite time. Yes. I, uh, again, good luck to everybody out there. And I, I hope people can, like I said, I, and, and I was listening to a podcast earlier this week of this guy and, you know, it was like, I think it was his son's like third season and the only buck he shot's a button buck and they did like a Euro mount on it. And, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not tired, trying to throw shade or anything, but he's like, you know, this year we're going to be more selective on what we take. Like we're canceling out certain bucks and I'm over here. Like, you don't know when it's going to be the last one or anything like that. Just let it eat. I mean, just, that's the whole, you know, that's the icing on the cake is killing something out there. And yep. Um, I, Milo's held out for uh, a couple years, and I think his patience is wearing thin. Um, we've gone out and seen deer. Um, <clears throat> he's gone out with me during, um, you know, rifle hunts and things like that, or firearm season, put it that way. Uh, last year, we did a couple ground and pounds, and um, actually, you know, had <coughs> got to see some deer. It's just he was being he wanted his first deer to be a buck, which right. And kudos to him for, you know, I could tell there was a couple times he's got the gun up and he's like, yeah, I might just forego it. But yep. uh, I think, he, you know, I won't say his patience is wearing thin, but I think he's getting to a point now where he's just like, man, let's let's get it done and let's let's shoot something. And um, we, we now are proud owners of a crossbow, so that makes it fun oh, for nice. us to get out there during bow season as well for him to be able to go out and um <clears throat> he's got free time even now we can go out there and get it done maybe possibly with a bow right where it used to be for us it was like okay you got youth hunting and now we're sitting out until firearms so we've kind of i don't say uh we've kind of conjoined everything you know so that he can get out there too um <clears throat> more opportunities more opportunities more times to go sit in the stand um but I'm totally, I, I pulled some trail cam cards over the weekend. Um, it was like between three trail cam cameras, I had like, uh, 450 some videos Jeez. and they'd only been out for, uh, say 10, 12 days. So it was, I put them in, I put them in decent spots and high probability areas and, um, one was on a little food plot thing that we've got, and it's not very big. It's probably, I don't know, maybe <laughs> 35 yards by 30 yards. I mean, it's just a decent little circle area, but we got some, some good food plot mix in there. And um, they've been, I mean, does and littles been in there. I got a, a video where there's like 17 does in there. Jeez. In this small little area, I'm like, "Whoa, guys, quit mowing it down so fast!" Yeah, no joke, tearing through but, it. Yeah, I mean, they're in there all hours of the day. So, um, all we got to do is, you know, I think he's picking that that stand for possibly the first thing in the morning. Okay. But then um, we've got another spot over on one of our other properties that um, I had quite a few um, bucks on there, and actually uh, a decent. Um, <laughs> point on there that i showed him he was he was you could tell he was eyeballing the thing so um which i think is going to be fun i let him decide where we're going to go and um you know the only thing i got for him is suggestions as far as the wind and how we're not going to get you know let's somewhat play the wind so that we're not getting busted right off the bat right right 
Well, like I said, it'll it'll be interesting this weekend. I'm kind of curious to see how everything unfolds for everybody. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be fun. I just don't remember, you know, it it being like this this time of year last year. Uh, you know, I mean, October 1st last year, we were sweating our, our sack off in the stand. And, uh, yep. you know, we got this really nice cold front that's coming through. And I think it's going to help a lot of people out, actually. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the amount of possible deer kills and pictures <clears throat> that are going to come into Buxton, Indiana is going to be... Um, there's going to be a lot of them, I have a feeling. Yeah, so if you guys do tag one this weekend, make sure you go over there to their Facebook page, Bucks of Indiana, and uh, shoot him a message with the picture of the deer and the county and all that stuff if you want. And, uh, yeah, a little share share your harvest. Definitely. Um, big or small, we'll share them all. Uh, get them over there, and that's the best part of the year is definitely seeing the kids sitting behind a, a, their first harvest or, you know, sometimes even they've harvested them many, many times um just smile man uh you can't put a can't put a price to it and that seven dollar tag that you just bought for that kid it's so much worth it oh yeah yeah we are jacked and i can't wait that's good so let's segue here a little bit uh kyle is also a fellow reduction zone hunter and we're gonna jump into uh you had a pretty interesting sit going out there that first time uh this past weekend why don't you fill them in a little bit I did. I did. Um, of course, I, you're, you've been sharing your um, pictures and videos and things like that. You and C-Train, Colton, out there uh, <laughs> doing your reduction zone hunt and getting me all jealous. And um, Saturday, Milo had a football practice, so I was like, well, I can't go in the morning. But um, I really wanted to hit it in the afternoon, so I went and bought my tags and was getting everything around. I felt like I was running behind. I'm like, oh, yeah. this, that, no, I better shoot my bow again, make sure that it's ready to go. And, um, stacked one arrow on top of another and said, that's good. Yep. So went and, um, set up at, uh, my reduction zone spot. And I, I honestly, I, I went there in that morning to kind of just get an idea of okay let's go and check and see if they're because i knew i wanted to sit that field edge from where they're coming out of the woods onto the field edge and because they usually filter out and there's an oak tree over there and it's just raining acorns so i drove over there that that morning after i dropped milo off of football and kind of just scoping stuff out and lo and behold probably about 25 yards away from the tree that i figured out where i'm going to be there's a buck bedded down dang and I'm I'm sitting there, you know, looking through the binoculars, and I'm like, oh, "You've got to kidding me." So, uh, anyways, I was all then I got my bug <laughs> pumping, and I'm like, "Gosh, I hope I don't see horns tonight." Oh yeah. So I bought two tags just in case. Oh yeah, you got to do that. Uh, went up and uh, grabbed my climber, and I'm not a saddle hunter. I, I'm not. I haven't figured out how to wear the diaper yet, but um, <laughs> I went ahead and took the climber and took everything up there. And man, it was hot that day too. Oh God, yes. And so I'm moving slow, and I'm trying not to break any kind of sweat or anything. But I sprayed down with the racaholic dirt scent when I got out of the truck. I mean, I pretty much did everything but take a shower in it. <laughs> And I was like, I got to eliminate any kind of sweat, any kind of any of that stuff. So, uh, hosed myself down in dirt and then 
got back there and I was just kind of going by sign. Um, I knew the tree I wanted to go in, but I'm like, you know, if there's not good sign there, then there's no sense of me being there. Right. Well, lo and behold, um, there's a scrape probably right over by where that buck was bedded at. Um, and then along the way, I mean, you could just tell the deer had been in there. I mean, the grass is pounded down hard. Um, there's a couple open trails throughout the brush and the foliage and everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm, this is probably the spot I'm in the chips here. <laughs> um, went and picked a, a, you know, telephone poles, which you had said uh, the other night with, uh, uh, your buddy from blue river bow hunting. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm like, all right, man, I, I think this is it. This is good. So I will go ahead. I go, and I feel myself starting to sweat, stop, sit there for about 10, 15 minutes, and go ahead and finish getting all the way up into the tree, get all set up. And I mean, I had a south, southwest wind, and it's blowing right in my face. And so it's cooling me down good. And I'm oh, like, man, this is great. This is perfect. This is what I needed. Um, right before I walked in, I grabbed my bedding scent, and I just – I hosed down my legs um, from about the thighs down, and I soaked my boots down real good. And I sprayed around my arms, which I usually don't do, but I know I'm going to be reaching this around this tree to put my climber stand on. Yep. So I definitely don't want to be all, you know, trying to leave human scent on the tree in case something does come by, catches a whiff of that. I definitely don't want to do it. So anyways... I get all set up and I'm in there just chilling and I think I was messaging you back and forth a little bit and <coughs> um, turned around and I kept, I kept hearing something, you know, and I'm like, oh, there, there's been a bunch of squirrels in there going nuts. Of course, the acorns are falling and I, I look to my left here and there's a little itty bitty clearing, maybe seven yards away from where I'm set up. Well, it doesn't sound like much, but it's like straight down from where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> here come, here come a doe. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So I time to put the phone up and so I put the phone up and, um, a doe and another doe and they start working towards the edge of that field. And man, they just stopped. And I'm like, oh man, they busted me. I swear to God, they just smelled me on the leaves or the foliage or something. Mm -hmm. And like, they're not catching my wind because they're North, they're South of me and the wind's blowing in my face. So they're out in front of me. I know they're not smelling me yet so i'm just thinking you know i did something wrong as far as like getting in i touched something or whatever it was and they just stood there you know flicking their tails you can hear their vocalizations the fawns are bleating the the does are you know responding back and i had one doe that i almost i mean almost wanted to yell shut up (laughs) i was like not right yet baby it's not right yet um, but it was just the vocalizations and having them right there, right underneath my stand. I was, I was shaking. Oh, I was all mess. tore up. And, yes. Um, then here come like four or five more mm-hmm. and they just were like in a straight line and walk right underneath my stand, go right to the oak tree and you can hear them down there. <clears> just <throat> acorns. And, uh, I mean, you can hear them just cracking them open with their teeth. Um, those two does that were right out in front of me, I thought that they were going to walk out into the field. That's my 20 yard shot, double lung. I'm like, man, this is going to work out great. Even, you know, I've only been in the stand for 25, 30 minutes. It's going to be great. And the two deer kind of 
turn around, come right to where my tree is and turn and follow the trail that all the other ones went to. Oh, so man. they were, <laughs> I don't know, for probably 45 minutes. I mean, you can just hear them down there milling around, vocalizing, eating acorns. And then here come a doe, come walking out to the edge of the field. And I can, there's just enough brush that I don't have a shot because of tree branches, leaves, everything else. And I'm not going to push it. No. And here comes this doe. Well, she turns and comes right in where I had just sprayed down. And she stood there and stood there and stood there and stood there. And it seemed like (laughs) it was probably 20 minutes. Dude. Just stood there flicking her tail. Like, didn't care. Calm as could be. Um, kind of smelled the branches a little bit and then comes walking right in and <clears> comes <throat> to the base of my tree and just stood there for like another 15 minutes. God. Yeah, Didn't that... move and just stood there. And yeah. I'm like, so I had to get some good promotional, some good PR. So I grabbed my, my bedding scent bottle and I'm holding it up. Oh, yeah. Grab my my video and then move the bottle out of the way and zoom in and there's that doe standing right underneath me and um I that I I could sit here and talk my stuff up all day long um but I didn't I, I at that point I didn't need to right right um right here is proof in the in the bottle I mean it it followed my trail and it did not spook once I did not get blown at once. Um, so, and I had, I had the deer actually filter right through behind me as the wind's blowing in my face and it's going back into that little wooded area. And they, I mean, they just kept filtering right through that whole woods and not one blow, not one tail rate. And so I, uh, you know, there you go, people. (laughs) Well, yeah, that, and that is the stuff that you know even amazed me like you know first of the year i'm out there 85 degrees i'm sweating my balls off and all of a sudden i got this 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 buck that comes crashing right downwind of me and literally stops where i walked in through the tall grass to get to my ladder and then all of a sudden you know tail flickers he starts eating the grass he laid down for like maybe a minute and then he stands back up starts eating again and then he goes on his way you know like just I I keep I keep trying to tell everybody like if you're gonna try something give this a shot because it's it's unreal this, just the stuff that that happens like you know you yeah know. yeah I, I I when we first decided to come out with it and we first got it I was like man I, I don't know I don't know <clears throat> and I just had that little skeptical feeling behind me and first time i used it um i had the same thing happen they came up and of course i was using a climber in a reduction zone area the deer did the same thing came up and literally started rubbing its head up against the tree with it i had just wrapped my arms around Uh, and i've got video of this doe like circling my tree for probably 25 30 minutes oh yeah and i was just like yeah we got to come up with this this is going to be you know we put it to the test tonight that's good (laughs) game changer um the the testimony behind it all and everything um you know it all you got to do is just talk to one person that used it and they're gonna you know they'll feed it up for you i don't have to do it yeah you don't have to do jack i mean (laughs) 
But for my first reduction zone sit, other than shooting a deer, man, that was, that was some good action that night. And um, I'm glad I didn't see any horns. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, and that that's the hardest part, you know, going into that reduction is, is killing that first doe most of the time because you got all these these bucks just wrapped up together still i mean depending on where you're sitting like property wise um you know you got to kill that that first doe to take a buck um you do i get i get why that's in there because people would just hold out and not actually reduct like reduce deer um so i i get that but man it's like they know it's like yeah i know yeah the bucks are like oh i'm safe now this guy ain't shot anything yeah or <laughs> or you know the fir- first doe it's gonna come out bow's gonna whack it and <laughs> you know it'll be yeah, right behind it's gonna be that eight point oh yeah well and that's but you know what that's the cool thing about um the youth hunt because they get all the tags yeah that's what so, that's what i think is pretty neat seven dollars make sure you have another uh, another shell ready because uh you never know it could happen it could happen so, and it'd and, and, be nice for a first sit right oh double yeah. up it would be insane. He's gonna be like, "I'll make this up look easy." <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully he's got to work for it a little bit, you know, to to build him on future years, you know. But I'm I'm hoping he slays one. So that's great. That's great. But yeah, um, uh, so yeah, reduction zone. I've got. I don't. I don't run any cameras up there. <clears throat> um, I just by previous history and everything is kind of how I go off of it. I know there's deer in the area. Um, and right. obviously I know that there's a lot of does in the area now. So, yep. uh, that's, that's good to know. Um, I don't want to go up there and ruin it right away or you know, blow out anything. So I decided this week, I'm not going to, I'm not going to push anything. Plus we had football and other obligations and stuff like that going on. But Friday, I wish I could go out. I mean, I, was planning on doing it but now i've got a list of things that i've got to get done on friday that i'm not going to be able to go out damn yeah i i i mean i was debating it hardcore all day today and you know i finally was like dude it's like the swing in temperature coming from you know 80 degrees down to 30 something overnight yep that's big swing and that's going to get them deer on their feet makes me wish that youth was friday but yeah um it was like that a couple weeks ago when we had the temperature drop from 80 and it was like 51 all day and it was like man i was getting text messages left and right uh, (laughs) you're on their feet my daughter sending me videos of like 60 turkeys out in the field and like tons of deer little basket racks out there tickling their horns together and i'm like don't send me that stuff you get me excited i I feel like and that's the other problem that exists you know it's this early in the year and i'm like am i really gonna have to break out my midweight hoodie like you know i got a hoodie right now that's like under armor material that i've been wearing uh you know am i gonna have to break out the 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 midweight jacket or hoodie i think i'm gonna have to yeah i was actually you sent me a couple pictures of you sitting in the stand and i'm like man that's like it's hot as heck out what's he doing with a hoodie on Oh, dude, it's like you're not even wearing anything. It's insane. I uh, just had my base layers on, a um, pair of pants and my base layers and my boots, and I was like, I felt like I was still sweating up there. I needed a cold beverage to keep me. Keep me <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the early season stuff we run, it's, if you hold it up to a light, you can almost see through it. Um, 
it's you know that first set i went out there and it was 85 degrees i actually just took off my undershirt and wore that thing and uh i mean it was it was great it was like i wasn't even wearing anything yep yep so uh that kind of leads into you know our our rackaholic stuff as well um you know i don't have to sit there and and i'm not forcing it on anybody it's your decision we didn't raise any of our prices this year we kept them the same as last year even though you know we got a price increase on bottles and labels and sprayers and our scent and everything else uh, i want to keep it still reasonable for right. people everybody's feeling the struggle on everything you know you go to the grocery store and you see fucking milks going up and you see price of gas is you know ridiculous and everything's going up well uh let me let me help some people out i guess and i guess that's my thing is let me help some people out a little bit and maybe keep the cost of this down um and not only to make it more appealing to somebody but you know i don't i don't need to price gouge anybody right i'm not here to make you know a super huge killing off of this stuff um i i just want to definitely cover my costs and if you got some success with it man i I, I want you to come back and get some more and have some more success. No joke. So um, the only thing that went up was shipping. Um, and I can't control that because that's set by the post office or by UPS or whoever's making that call. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's the unfortunate part. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I've done uh, multiple multiple handoffs uh, to people out my way. So if if it's something where you guys are close my way, you know we could probably arrange a, a meetup or something. Um, yeah, and, it, and and honestly, if somebody's on the fence with it, uh, and they're like, ah, I don't, I don't know, fifteen bucks or something that I'm not sure if it's going to work. Man, I'll throw them a bottle and just be like, just try it. <clears throat> and if you don't like it, give it back to me. Cool, go back to using whatever you're using before. Yeah, and have uh, have fun. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> not, not going to force anything on you. Um, <laughs> I'll even let you try it before you buy it. Um, but it's it's worked so good for me. Um, once again, I don't have to sell it, but man, I just want to see some people have some success. And knowing that my name was behind some of that, um, I don't. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd, love to be some big time at some point in time but man i'm just a small fry and i'd like keep it that way too right right well like i said it's right here in indiana um you i mean you can't it's the american dream man i mean (laughs) start something and uh you know keep your friends and everything else happy so gains traction um yep um i'm gonna go off of something a little bit here too um on bucks of indiana we just made a post yesterday on there about um supporting some small local businesses um and we put a a little advertisement on there and kind of some free advertising especially before youth hunting you know people want to know where to take their deer for deer processing if they don't do their own um taxidermist um tracking dogs um you know say that you possibly do get a bad hit um and you need a tracking dog in the area they are doing uh, i know the indiana official deer tracking team so a lot of those guys are doing it free of charge this weekend you know and only accepting donations for coming out and tracking your kids deer so keep that in the back of your mind but look them up on facebook indiana official deer tracking teams 
Um, and they've got a list of all those people that are in the area. Um, that way it's not, you know, because you wouldn't believe how many messages we get on Bucks of Indiana. I need a deer tracking dog. I need a deer tracking dog. I need a deer tracking dog. <laughs> so I just send them the link to that page yep. and they can go and, and message them themselves. <clears throat> but, um, we got a good amount of support on there. And basically I wanted to do it to keep a lot of our Indiana business Indiana. Um, I wanted to, you know, help out those guys that, uh, you know, are, are trying to live that American dream of doing things on their own. And, um, you know, honestly, if somebody's 15 miles down the road and they drive 40 miles to go to their deer processor, when they can turn around and make a couple of rights on the left and be in the dude's backyard, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that helps them out as well. Like, Oh, well, really? I didn't even know that that guy was in the area. So, um, word of mouth and getting things out there for other people to see. Um, that's why we've done that. We've done that past couple of years and we've had really good success with it. Um, I did it earlier in the season, but I felt like I jumped the gun a little bit, but it got some communication going and some, um, people interacting on the page. So I wanted to do it again right before good idea. Um, the season started, but, um, Bucks of Indiana, uh, I post stuff on there every day. Um, usually it's funny meme, just kind of get some people, you know, interacting on our page, keep them fresh in their feeds, but, um, you know, go on there and scroll through some of that stuff and, and look on there, um, go on to the visitors post or the side posts, what we call it, um, and look and see what other people are seeing because that, that is open to the public on our page that you can go on there and see what other people are seeing and, um, it, a lot of information on there that you know it's not just the main page yep it uh <laughs> it's all it's always fun uh i love scrolling through there you know and you're always like oh it must be nice you know and, and like as the season's going on you're like man if i had something walk through right now <laughs> it'd be yeah, nice. exactly exactly and uh i, I try not to get jealous <laughs> while yep. i'm doing that stuff and a lot of time of course i work at a taxidermist too so we see a lot of big deer coming in. Um, and, but then I turn around and I, I've got to post them to the page and everything. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Man, th- th- that slammer walked in front of me right now. I'd be king of the world. And I'm sure <laughs> they were feeling that way, but oh, it yeah. hurts my heart because I'm like, man, why can't I get that? Right. Right. But, no, it's, it's good. Um, I do. I, ain't nobody getting paid um everybody thinks they're like you know honestly they've i've met some very cool people um through the page they're like oh that's you and i'm like yeah i mean what do you expect (laughs) and they're like well i didn't know that you know you lived right here in small town indiana it's like man you never know where we're from you know oh yeah big corporation or something with 125,000 likes and i'm like no just average joe schmo redneck over here just posting some deer pics and so um a lot of reach. that's cool um i know their reaction i i never thought i would be like that but you know their reaction is oh my gosh i can't believe we're meeting you and uh i've never considered myself famous but maybe facebook's famous now how's that yeah sir you could be a lot worse famous let me tell you <laughs> yeah uh, Inquiry News famous or <laughs> Yep, yeah, you don't want that. Don't need that. Well hell but, yeah. Uh 
like I said, you guys check out the the whitetail bedding scent. If you're gonna if you're gonna try anything, that's my favorite. Uh, I live and die by that stuff. And you guys have heard me talk, you know, past or last season on how it changed uh, Colton and I's season completely. Um, you know, we we really hammered it and put it to the test by sitting the wrong winds intentionally. And uh, I even used it up there in Michigan and watched does hit the scrape. Um, I mean, it just seems like wherever you use it <laughs> so far for me, it uh, you're going to see something. You're going to see some kind of action. And, uh, you know, I don't think I don't think it's like a, a lure like we've talked before. But, I, you know, you get that wrong wind and you're up there in the tree. And I think if there's a deer that's in the area and they get that little whiff of, oh, well, deer over there, it must be safe, you know, yep. and then here yep. they come. So, yeah, I'm not going to go into specifics on it all, but... Um... You know, we get it straight from the deer farm too. So it's the proof is in the bottle. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk it up. I do appreciate your guys' support and uh, definitely, you know, getting the word out for us as well. Um, right. And everything that you guys are doing, using, um, you know, the pictures with it and the videos, you know, all that stuff is, a, you know, it just helps along the way and it puts more confidence in me as well too that, you know, I'm putting out a product that's, that's working and i don't want to put some some janky stuff out there that like uh, <laughs> just hurry up and get your money but, <laughs> right um i ain't got no guarantees on this stuff but um it it's it's worked very well for everybody so far that i've heard i haven't gotten too many people um that's like you know this stuff is crap and in fact i don't think i've had anybody tell me that this stuff is crap i was gonna say work. what is wrong with them yeah all I got to so, say is if you're going out in the evening, make sure you give a heads up to your wife that you might be stuck in the stand a couple hours past dark because it happened multiple <laughs> times last year. So Yes, yes, <laughs> it does. It's happened. So, um. Oh, speaking of stands real quick, I want to broadcast this just a little bit. Uh, obviously, over the summer um, and, and even in the off season, like earlier in the year, I, I make sure straps are okay and everything like that. And I got into my stand, oh, I think it was Saturday morning, and I was like, this kind of feels different. Like, this stand just feels a little different, and I'm like, I don't I don't know what's on here. I mean, obviously, I haven't sat in it since, you know, a year prior, but uh, I get up in that thing, and we're getting out, and I noticed that one of the hooks is actually snapped in half, and, yep. uh, you know, I, I like to run double straps on all my stands just for that just in case and uh i don't know when it broke i didn't hear anything break um it very well could have broke like off of the previous set that i had on that thursday but i i highly suggest you guys if you haven't already go out there check those straps and run that insurance strap because uh it, it's kind of a mess i it freaked me out so much that i actually bought another strap another strap for colton's stand uh, cause we double up in the tree. He sits on a ladder and I sit on a hang on. So, uh, next time I go up there, I might, I might actually tomorrow night sit up over there just to do the straps while it's light out. Um, right. but I can't say enough. Like, I mean, obviously I was wearing my harness, but still yep. like if I would have just had one on there, that thing would have came yep. out from under me big time. Definitely. Um, pack maybe an extra uh strap or two in your bag um i i've always got a couple in my bag just in case 
Um, I, I usually go out early season and double check them, but man, you never know squirrels chewing on nylon wraps or whatever and mm-hmm. trying to make a nest or whatever it is, or, um, definitely check the tree stand straps. And then most definitely, if you're going to be in a tree stand, um, I don't care if it's a ladder stand because things happen. Yep. Uh, ladder stand, hang on, climber, saddle, whatever it is, man, wear your harness, um, that just helps your loved ones and your kids know at the end of the day that at least you're coming home safe. Yep. Um, and you get to live to go hunt another day. Yeah, that's so, no shit. I've just seen a couple this week on Facebook where, you know, there was a tree stand incidents where, you know, their straps had broke or their stands fell or, or whatever it is. And, man, I, I've had a close buddy um, just right down the road that had that, and he was in the hospital for a while. And, um it, it's it's not fun and it's not cool to see you know possibly giving up your whole season because we didn't go check the strap yep well and then i'm also scrolling through a lot of these tiktok videos of people with the bottoms of their climbers falling out and i'm like you realize there's a strap that you can tie the platform to your top platform so it doesn't you know so you don't drop yep. it out you so you really yep. got to check that too if you're yep. running a climber yep um I always, I mean, that's usually one of the first things I check. I raise my top up just enough to where it's pulling on my bottom strap, and I give it a couple flicks just to make sure that it's not loose or anything and check the knots to make sure that they're tight. But, um, yeah, I, I can't stress it enough. Um, you know, I I wouldn't be able to sit here and post a lot of these pictures on Bucks of Indiana um, if these people weren't wearing some straps and being able to harvest their stuff. So, right. Um, you know, it's not like the old days where we made a little, little wooden ladder stand and went out there and took maps. And, um, I probably did some sketchier stuff back when I was 12 and 13 sitting <laughs> in a tr- and not strapped in, um, on some sketchier platforms. <laughs> then, Oh yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, definitely this day and age, they I don't even know what they cost anymore. Like but, 40 bucks for a basic one. And mo- most of those stands most, come with one. Most stands that you buy um, come with one, whether it's just a, a somewhat cheapo. But, man, wear it. Better wear it. Nothing. Because at the end of the day, you know you still get to go home and have a hot meal instead of taking a ride in the ambulance or the Samaritan. Yep. Or worse. Or worse. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because that, that, that was, freaked that was me a good topic. Freaked me out. And, yeah, and like I, I said, we're I thorough with our you shit. Cheat. You you got to cheat that death or possibility another day. So um, you know we we, get, we all sit there and prepare and uh, run trail cameras and spend how many hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars on food plots and trail cams and tree stands and blinds and everything else to get into that best opportunity spot. Yeah. But we skimped on a tree stand harness. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah. So your, your life on that extra couple dollars, get you one, wear it, wear it every time and get out there and do it. And actually some of them, like the one I've got, it's got a hook on the back and you just hook your little, uh, carabiner to it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a deer drag rope to it, and you can hook it up right to the horns. And as you're walking out, you're dragging your deer right there, hooked to your back, and you're using your harness, not your arms. No way. Yep. So it's through hunter safety, but I mean, man, I'm not, you know, I'm not sponsored by anybody, but 
and I'm not trying to, you know, say that hunter safety is better than the next person's, but right. uh, there's all sorts of different options out there, but get one and wear it um, and wear it every time because okay. you never know. Well, and, and uh, like I said, 90% of our trees, we have uh, straps in them. Um, right. Like, so where you can just clip in and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the stand I was sitting in this weekend, I needed a strap for, and uh, I always I always keep one in my my backpack because you know you, you it might say west wind or whatever when you show up, but when you know that flagpole is pointing you know straight south, you know the it, opposite direction. Yep, you gotta adapt and overcome, and it ain't gonna help you if you gotta go to a stand that's got a strap in it and your SOL on the other end of the property. Correct. Correct. Yep. Um, I think most of my tree stands, um, I go out every year and put up put up the straps so that when I get there, I ain't messing around. And I, once we get in the tree stand, we're, we're already hooked in. So um, it, it just makes sense, man. Oh, I, yeah. I can't stress it enough. It just makes sense. And your family is going to like it a heck of a lot better when you come home at the end of the day. And, and another thing I kind of started doing this year was... Uh, I pull up my GPS on uh, on the phone, and I do like an aerial view of the map, and I do a screenshot, and I send it to my wife just so she knows exactly where I'm sitting. Yep. So and, and technology's kind of been, you know, we sit here and knock technology because the kids want to go and play and everything, but it works sometimes to our favor because you can take a screenshot and put a little X or wherever or. You know, they've got all these other things, you know, on hunt and or on X hunt and, and you got Google Maps and the, the Google Earth and all this other stuff that you can use to actually send to a person. You know, Life 360 is another app that tells yep. you your GPS location, um, things like that that can be beneficial to where if there was an instance, you know, they might have the heads up long before. You know, because back in the day, I mean, when we didn't have cell phones, you know, it was just hoping that by a matter of chance that somebody was going to remember, oh, wait, he didn't come home. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. So, yeah. So that was a good idea. And way to touch on that, too. Yeah, I'd like to print out like a three, uh, um, aerial map of where, you know, our house is and like put like a thumbtack before I yep. go out in the morning, you know, so I'm not digging with my phone in the dark and shit. I can just... Before I walk out, just throw that thumbtack right there, and that's where I'm going, so she knows. Yep. I uh, uh, I watch a lot of Midwest Whitetail, and I'll go back and watch the old ones, and old Bill Winky, he would sit there, and he would always draw basically like, here's where I park, and he'd take a little crayon or um, chalk and draw his line to right where he's going, and then put that little pin right there and say, here's where my stand is, but he's got one of them big aerial maps. and I think that's just so cool. Oh, yeah. Um. But, yeah, you know, it also kind of gives you an idea how he's getting to his stand location. Um, you know, well, the wind's not going to be right tonight, so we're going to go to a different spot over here, and this is the route that I'm going to take. And um, kind of gives you an idea, too, as a hunter, you know, what you know, you don't want to just walk out there in the middle of the field and just might as well wave a white flag and be like, hey, dear, I'm right here. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> yep. Trying to, you know, if you can follow that that low line or that creek bed or something like that to, to maybe access your stand location a lot better. Um, I've done that 
already this year with one of my new stands that I put in. Like, man, if I go and park at my normal spot over here, like I've got a like pretty much it's the farthest spot away from where I park on that field. Oh yeah. And like I would have to walk all the way around or all the way the other way around. And so luckily we hunt the next property over too to where I can park there, shorten my distance, and then all I gotta do is just kinda cross this little creek bottom and come right up on the backside and I'm in the stand right there. Damn. So, that'd be nice. I I've been wanting to do that for the past couple of years. I just never had the time nor opportunity to go and do it. And this year I just said, you know what, I'm doing it. And I've, I've got to do it because I think we'll be in the chips here. Oh, that's so going to be huge. I ran some mock scrapes over there with the Rackaholic Complete Scrape Mix and um, had some really good uh, trail cam videos over there of yeah, little bucks and um, uh, some does actually over there working on a scrape. Um, which I, I mean, I'm sure that they still want to go and do it, but, um, I don't really see the does working scrapes very much. It's always the bucks. And I, I had a doe go over there, scrape on the ground, walked right over, peed right in it, and then yep. filtered right out into the bean field. So, oh, um, yeah. you know, it's like a community calling or it's like a calling card saying that I was here. Um, and that's how they communicate sometimes. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that that's, that's going to happen. But for me to actually see it on footage or on a trail cam, um, kind of, oh, okay, yeah, cool. They're using it. And on a mock screen. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It, uh, like I said, it's still mind-blowing to me, the stuff that I saw last year. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, yep. Every year it's it's something different, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> still catching me by surprise, you know. Every uh, time. Oh, and then another thing I want to touch on, and this is, again, another, I don't know if I call it a gripe or another tip or something, but I just bought some new Luminox for my arrows, and they're actually uh, the Nocturnal Nox, and uh, something, I don't know if it's the package or or what, but they're super sensitive, and if I, like, if I, like, bump it, or not bump Knock an arrow yeah and it, it turns the light on. it'll turn on and you know i'm here in the dark trying to put out this light i got my hand over the top of it and yeah the one thing i can suggest that has saved me so far is on the top loop of my backpack it's just wide enough to where i can fit like a bobby pin like a, a safety pin i mean yep yep so i pop that thing off and i'll, I'll turn the light off but uh yep because the hole is kind of too small for my broadheads, just how mine are designed. Uh, right. So it kind of was screwed there for a minute, but I don't know what's going on with these Luminox, but they are they are very they, sensitive. They do have it um, super sensitive. I use the, the Nocturnals as well, and, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a pain in the butt when you're knocking up in the, the middle of the, you know, the dark. Mm-hmm. Or you uh, bump a tree. It, yeah, you feel like, holy cow, I just lit the whole area up, and you don't realize how bright those things get. Uh, no, but and <laughs> I guess it's a good thing they're green or red, right? <laughs> right. Well, I got blue ones. Oh, you do? I, All yeah, right. Extra. And then, uh, but I always carry a little case pocket knife with me, um, and then I just flip that out real quick and reach in there and, and flip it. But um, keep in mind, too, always turn your 
if you're going to use those, keep your Luminoc to where that hole is in the same spot every time. Um, so that when you go to turn your light off, you know exactly where that hole's at. Yes. So little little pro tip, uh, number 365 right there. But uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but you know what? I've, I've done some self-filming in the tree stand and i'll tell you kudos to those people that go out there and do that because that stuff is hard oh yeah hard i mean you're setting up the camera and you're getting everything around and and then you know say you don't have very good luck that night you got to everything and you go back the next morning you got to turn around set it all back up again and Mm -hmm. um um but when you're using a luminoc to or uh uh yeah nocturnal you can replay your footage right there and stand and maybe slow it down and see you know you get that tracer so you get an idea of where you made your hit and um and that helps out so much it's always uh, nice when it this is when it disappears for a second then you're like oh yeah i got password you know <laughs> yeah yep yep yeah the deer runs away and you see it turn from blue to a greenish color and you're like oh yep it's good <laughs> it's good yep well do you got anything else you would like to add before we close this thing out tonight um no good luck to you and your kids hey good um, luck to you guys going out and i i can't wait to get the text message from you saying you know he did it he did it so <laughs> i know you guys are going to be super excited and plus you're going to have the whole family in there man that i don't think that t- tower blind is going to be able to stand after you guys are done jumping around in there <laughs> it'll be, definitely be packed down <laughs> yeah um but uh, again to everybody that's going out be safe have fun um do it for the kids it's going to be the best money you've ever spent um especially watching them you know get the harvest is just an added bonus but get them out there and let them enjoy watching nature wake up and that's what we're all about is you know doing things together as a family and um that's some of the best family time that you can you can spend right there oh yeah so good luck to everybody going out and doing it and i hope everybody gets it done um but don't get discouraged if you don't because there's always the next day and and then if not, there's always gun season as well, too. If they're using gun or if they're using a crossbow, man, you got, you know, all crossbow season. But yep. uh, that's the best part of my season as far as Bucks of Indiana when all the pictures of the kids start rolling in. Because, man, that you, you can't put a price on <laughs> their happiness. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, but thanks again for having me on. Anytime. Uh, appreciate you guys doing what you do and um, using our stuff and promoting our stuff as well. Hell yeah, um, anytime. But yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on and good luck to everybody. Hope everybody has some success. Good luck, man. Let, let me know how everything goes. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely keep you posted. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll send you the snappies while we're in the tree stand. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you guys know where we stand, and deer don't care about your feelings. Absolutely not.